0: Hey hey, welcome to new episode of the Naughty Marketer podcast. This is episode of four of the second season, episode 17 of the entire show. So today we're going to be talking about Black Friday and Cyber Monday 2021, how Twitter stocks has rebounded after Jax has said the farewell, Trump's social network uh, being based on Mastodon and many, many more news. Stick around. Welcome back to another episode of the Not Your Marketer podcast. Um, Thank you so much for being here with me again. Uh, This episode was um, recorded live on Friday, December the 3rd. And without any further ado, let's go into the headlines. So um, there was a glitch, I'm sorry. The first thing that I wanted to uh, talk about uh, has to do with the Black Friday. Um, If you take a look at the news, uh, there are different approaches and different perspective of what uh, Black Friday 2021 has been. Uh, We have seen that many people stop going to the physical store in some Portions. Then we also uh, saw some people that uh, were well purchasing more than ever before online. Um, and then we have this kind of news that are like kind of interesting. Take a look at this. So Amazon has uh, announced or has said that uh, they had the best Thanksgiving sales uh, ever and also the Cyber Monday. Um, this year and it is something that if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense especially when uh, people start to see um, a lot of risk when they um, well going outside and going to physical spaces with um, other some other people but there are some other uh, important things to note uh, like let's take a look at this uh, news from marketing tech news Uh, for instance, uh, stating that two-thirds of Gen Z uh, feels out of touch with traditional Black Friday marketing, which is kind of amazing also because if you take a look at the different um, approaches that many very innovative brands have been doing for um, promoting Black Friday events and sales and so forth, They are not so different than what we could see 10 years ago. I mean, the medium and the technology also, I mean, obviously add some things to it. But um, in in addition to that, it it is pretty much uh, the same. Then you see information like uh, partial, this one from practical e-commerce stating that um, 61% of consumers uh, purchase holiday gift before Thanksgiving Day. So they purchase way before uh, Black Friday. And this has to do with something that... Some people were uh, mentioning uh, that it it is not Black Friday anymore, it's more like Black November, because we have discounts being available for uh, customers and consumers way before uh, Black Friday, and they were expanding also uh, way after cyber monday as well and also uh just to wrap this up there was an article very interesting article uh on forbes um that said was explaining how the by the fact that local retail stores has seen a wane in the in the purchases purchases during black friday is not all bad and there are many different reasons why the first thing obviously because it means that Finally, that jump into the online uh, platforms has been already being embraced by customers, but also because um, it means that uh, that very um, scarcity uh, element that many of the brands and company has been using for this. I mean, we marketer are using is not certain, n- not having the same impact on people. It could be in part because of the um, of the way um, people are able to get the products uh, they need for uh, throughout the year without having to, to wait until a specific moment um, in time where the, the prices are going to be reduced. Uh, but also um, because due to the uh, pressure on the supply chain in many different industry, it means that, um, well, many people was able to actually get their own products. And I was reading some other news just before starting recording the, the show, how gift card has been booming because of the f- uh, fears that p- some people may have about uh, their products not being available uh, on time for uh, the holidays, which is also something interesting. So uh, going to um, going to the next, headline one of the things that I wanted to mention um, regarding um, the the wrap-up of, of 2021 and that I didn't mention in the in the excerpt has to do with uh, Spotify you know that Spotify makes this very it, it's kind of a tradition now when uh, they launch the um, wrap uh, year that you may have. Um, in this case for 2021, this is a an article from Morning Brew that are, we're seeing if you're watching the video. Um, for global artists, like top artists, things like uh, Bad Bunny, Taylor Swift, BTS, Drake, obviously top album uh, from Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo's Sour and driver's license, like the top song. But it is amazing to me. And the thing that I wanted to to talk about, how, um, how come that Spotify is the only one in the music streaming services in uh, field that is uh, capitalizing on this thing, like using data in order to engage with their users and with their customers. And this is something that probably all of you have been seeing throughout the latest um, days on uh, on social media. A lot of people using uh, or posting their wrapped Uh, synthesis of uh, data based on on their listening preferences. If you think about this, this is just a a cool way of putting just some assets that you have that in this case is the data from uh, the usage of each um, customers that you have on the platform to um, let them know uh, where their preferences were, but also... To engage uh, on a social scale, it is uh, it is interesting though that it is only, um, Spotify the only one that is trying to capitalize on it, and this has been uh, like that before as well. So another thing, um, and uh, another new has to do with, uh, and this comes from Mashable, where where I was reading that, um, about how, um. Donald Trump's social media platform. It is based on, which is called Truth Me, Truth Social. Um, it's based on Mastodon. I don't know if you are all of you are familiar with what Mastodon is, but Mastodon is a uh, blockchain uh, fe- federated social network, microblogging social network. So it's more like uh, Twitter. Uh, so this was kind of surprising for some people in my case, what I was thinking, I mean, it, obviously, it, I mean, they have been saying before that, I mean, they haven't been, been like confirming this before. And, uh, Macedon has even, uh, threatened, um, in some moments, uh, to truth social, um, of being, um, violating their, uh, open source licenses. But I mean, Who I mean, what the idea of a federated social network uh, and of having social media come into the blockchain? It is essentially one of the things that Trump is looking for, uh, which is uh, having a place where you are not going to be able to be banned, nor from, uh, no, by the company, nor by any government, so that you can say whatever you do for good or for bad, um, and without having any. people coming, jumping from the outside, uh, or any intervention from the outside, uh, to cut you down, which is essentially what happened to him, both on Twitter and on, on Facebook at some, uh, at some points. Right. So it is interesting because this could be the case for many people living in countries where the, the freedom speech is being threatened. So uh I would say that probably it is very um, it is very difficult for us to make the case up for or against these kind of approaches because we could end up being uh hypocrites uh, in the sense that essentially what they're trying to aim here is to leverage on the, main advantage of moving to the blockchain, which is incredibly great because you all, all also are going to become more reliable and it's going to be more difficult for countries and governments like back in my home country, Venezuela, that uh, the government has tried to shut down and actually succeeded in shutting down different uh, social media services when things get uh, critical inside a country. Um, so, But here is where things get even more complicated right? Because uh, how can you measure on something and how can you control on something uh, that is not necessary? Um, Ethical, if you're, if you're going to do that on the, on the social, on the social platform, yet again, the fact that Mastodon works on isolated kind of islands, um, makes it even more uh, secure and reliable but also more susceptible for um, these kind of situations to happen and it could also serve as a way for I mean some other groups to to use the platform first things that are way way uh, out of the of, of the intentions of what Mastodon should be which is essentially giving power to the people to create their own communities based on uh, Common interest, but we will have to wait and see how these evolve in the future as well. So I was reading on the New York Times that um, Twitter's um, stocks they rose more than fifty percent, fifteen percent in the previous uh, days after the. Um, uh, the farewell of uh, Jack Dorsey, uh, and I was reading some articles and reading some comments that I mean, you have to be, you have to try your best to be the best um, CEO or manager at a company. That whenever you leave that company, you don't see the stocks going out, going up, uh, because that doesn't necessarily say too much good things about you. So uh, right now, the thing here is that you know that the CDO is uh, taking over the. Uh, the the Jack Dorsey's, uh spot in the company, and there's a lot of uncertainty on how this is going. This change is going to be able to bring uh, a much needed uh, change of perspective for Twitter, so that it can be more it could be profitable. And how it can be monetized? Uh, you know that they have been in trying to to launch many different services like Twitter Blue, for example, that looks promising, but they're still way way off the 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 mark that um for social networks uh people and investors are looking for and i wanted to share this um article based uh to wrap this up this is a very short episode as you may imagine Uh, marketing tech news again Um, that explain how half of the top websites on the internet fail to meet Google's user experience requirements. So it is not a surprise for me uh, being working in this field and um, things like they mentioned the... uh, Google's core web vitals, which are those kind of uh, things like uh, first content, full paint, first input delay, cumulative layout shift, and many of the things that you can measure using the Google uh, speed page, uh, page speed insights. Um, if you try to do this on your own and try to look for the top websites that you m- frequent the most, you're going to find uh, that most of them are way, way under the 50% mark. So in this article, they say that by January 2020, only 22% of desktop top 100% uh, were having um, a good top performance, according to Google, um, for the... Uh, for the fact of this being one of the most important metrics that every every digital marketer should follow, I would say that give uh, mixed messages uh, to to us because, um, well, and this is something to keep in mind also, coming from the AMP debacle um, from, from Twitter, from Google, and how they were caught into, well, benefiting uh, people that used AMP and how they throttled down websites that they didn't didn't use AMP. Then you have these kind of things you can see, and you you I mean, it had it has happened to me that I have some clients with uh, websites that are not top notch. They we struggle a lot to to bring them past the seventy. Uh 75 percent um, or a point out of 100 um, mark on Google um, speed page page speed insights and um, yet still managing to get a lot of traffic and a great performance in terms of uh, financial aspects just make the case that even though that Google uses a lot of well user, um, user experience values and KPIs to measure this. At the end of the day, there is a human factor that is going to make us give a little bit more of freedom of movement whenever we want to um, adapt or implement any uh, any new feature or any new uh, methodology. And there is one additional thing that I was mentioned that I was starting reading um, just before said in the to record the episode and it has to do with more or less customer experience but customer um, success what I what I would say so um, this article comes from uh, CNBC and it has to do with uh, a new job at McDonald's that is going to over and foreseen and it's going to be like the watchdog of uh, consumer behavior. So one of the things that apparently McDonald's is uh, figuring out now is that um, the changes on their consumer behaviors uh, is something that needs to be paid a little bit more attention. So no surprises here again. Uh, however, I think that this is a great a great thing to do. Uh, one 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 element that we find once and over again in many companies, and you would be surprised on how many companies that are rather like innovative, uh, they fail to reach the mark, is that they don't pay too much attention on how the customer is changing. And we are just... at the the doorstep of having Gen Z becoming the dominant generation now. Um, So we're going to have a new wave of new consumer habits and new consumer behaviors and preferences and needs. And we need to adapt not only the communication, but also we need to understand what kind of product, what kind of services they are going to be valuing. And this is like the most important thing for companies to keep uh, moving forward, to evolve, to be able to adapt and to understand so that they can give the products and the best experience possible to their customers. So guys, um, that's uh, it for today's episode. Uh, Thank you once again for being here. I'm trying to make the episode shorter so that it is going to be rather easy uh, or easier for you to 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 keep listening to as usual please send me any feedback that you may have Uh, I will be more than grateful to to hear what you think about this make sure to subscribe on my uh on on YouTube on any podcast uh Friday you may have and uh, please be safe here in Spain we're going to have a lot very long weekend five days of uh holidays almost um so for those of you listening from spain have a great a great um holiday and for the rest of you we'll see you two weeks from now bye-bye take care